So talking about another work that we might have seen here two years ago, and it's described as a disruptive ritual, was Jack Shepard's Wild Australia tour, and it was part of Barry Yarnable. Um, uh, so the one-day takeover of the of the city as part of Yurimboy First Nations Festival in 2017. And the Wild Australia tour started just over here at the Art Centre. And what Jack was looking at was he joined a group, he's a choreographer and a dancer, and he joined a group of Indigenous men painted up with ochre and were shackled as his ancestors were back uh, in the late 1800s when they were forced to perform and dance traditional and choreographed dances down the east coast, so from Queensland and further down. And it wasn't until they got to Melbourne where people started to question about them being actually in chains. So this idea that Jack was looking at was at each stop up Swanson Street, they would then read out poetry talking about the issues about this hidden history about Melbourne. And I suppose we were talking about institutions and the importance of public realm as a place for some of these, you know, critical stories to be told. And yeah, I'm just interested to hear your take on that. I really loved that project. I still love looking at photos of it. But yeah, and I did hear some rumours as well that it wasn't necessarily well received in the conceptual part of it um, until it was realised because it was an inherently risky work. Um, it was a provocative work and it's kind of a shame that actually artists just telling the truth about what happened to us is considered provocative or risky. It should just be fact and that's probably how we can actually move forward with dealing with the history or the very, very recent history of this country before we delve into the 60,000 plus years before the Third Fleet arrived. I call the First Fleet the Third Fleet because we were here first and then Muslim Macassans arrived up north and traded with us peacefully and then it was the third ships that came that ended up invading. So that's just why I use that terminology. But in terms of public space, it's um, it's really interesting because within a city or, or country or land, I think all of us are connected to country. Like any of us who is a Melbourneian who was born here or any of us who have stayed here for an extended amount of time have like a visceral connection to where we're standing right now. All of us here have memories of this place. We've done things here. We've inhabited here. We've all put song lines down. We just happen to be walking along some of mine today. And I do find that sometimes when you're dividing public space up into permission or, or who's got control over a public space, it's antithetical to that spirit. Like when you apply to a council to get a permit to do a piece of art, the transaction's kind of strange. The council works for you, a person who inhabits this space. They're not owners, they're custodians and guardians and helpers. And the culture that we have at the moment, which is very, very managerial and very corporate, depends on actually being quite closed and quite controlling in, um, in that realm as well too. So yeah.